Well, welcome to another episode of Clapback. I am your host, Kevin Jones, coming to you from the Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Thank you for tuning in uh, to this episode. And I want you to do me a favor, make sure that you are following us, sharing us, liking us, so that we can build the Clapback Nation. We want you to be a part of the Clapback Nation. And uh, we want you to stay in uh, touch with us. You can do that at clapback770 gmail.com. If you would like to become a uh, guest on our show, you can do so by emailing me with a topic you would like to discuss. And we'll put that together. Maybe you're a business owner and you're wanting to promote your business. You can come on and talk about your business. You can tell us where we can get in touch with you at, uh, how we can patronize your business, because we want to make sure that we are part of the solution and not the problem. So if you're a minority business, a, a woman-owned business, a black-owned business, it uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your race. doesn't matter what you're uh, promoting and selling. Uh, we want to help facilitate your uh, business. So email us at clapback770 gmail.com. I want to tell you about some exciting news that's going on. Before we get into our topic, we're going to be talking about the capital insurrection and the supply chain issue that's going on in America and what's going across the entire world. Uh, So you don't want to miss this. So you want to stay tuned in uh, to our program today. But I want to give you some information. First of all, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Destination Unlimited Travel. Wonderful travel agency that has affordable travel. You can go anywhere with the budget that you have. And you know what? You don't have to compromise your particular taste because of your budget. Hey, I was able to go through Destination Unlimited Travel to Cabo San Lucas back in May. Uh, A four or five star resort. Had wonderful swimming pools, wonderful restaurants, beautiful um, landscape, a full one bedroom, two full bathrooms with two full showers, walk-in rainforest showers, uh, living room, full kitchen. In the bedroom, there was a whirlpool tub was big enough to go swimming in. Had a big old window in the bedroom. You could open up the window, sit in the tub, and look out at the ocean. Beautiful patio where we would sit out on the patio overlooking the beautiful ocean. So every morning, I got up with my companion. We had our coffee and our breakfast on the nice patio, listening to the beautiful calm waves rolling over the rocks and the ocean looking at the beautiful sunshine and, and experiencing the great breeze that was there uh, in Cabo San Lucas. And check this out. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, ready, ready? So let me tell you. So normally for you guys, because my trip was pretty much free, but for you guys, you can go with four people, so four adults, Two adults, two kids, one adult, three kids, however you travel. Or you can go by yourself. Total was $399. Did you hear me? I did not say $399 per person. I said $399 total for up to four people. Now, of course, you have to add your airfare. But depending upon where you live, the airfare was extremely reasonable. Now, they also have uh, great packages, uh, five days, four nights. We stayed there five days, four nights. You can go to Cancun, you can go to Puerto Riata, Mazatlan, several locations at that price. 
But not only that, but you can travel anyway. You want to go to Florida? You want to go to California? You want to go to Hawaii? You want to take a cruise? Uh, you want to rent a car? You want a hotel stay? As a matter of fact, if you go to my clapback, I want you to do this. I want you to subscribe, like it, follow us, share it with as many people as you can. Once you do that, send me an email at clapback770gmail.com. Tell me you did that and you will receive a three-day, two-night hotel stay. Of course, you'll have to get your travel plans there and they can book your rental car or they can get your airfare, train fare, skateboard, whatever you need to get you to your destination. You'll get three days and two nights. Now, on that three day, two nights, you don't have to go to any type of resort presentation. And, you know, they do have uh, destinations where you can go to Mexico or you can go to the Bahamas. But why would anybody want to do that for three days and two nights? I would suggest if you're doing that, that you would do it on the end or the beginning of a, a trip that you already planned or that you're going to plan. OK, now. Uh, one of the things I'll, I'll recommend to you when you do go on one of these vacations, go ahead and do the resort presentation. And I'm going to tell you why you should do the resort presentation. OK, go to one or two of them. Because when you do that, you're going to save money. You say, how are you going to save money? So when when we went, uh, we wanted to do some excursions. So the two excursions that we chose to do zip lining and uh, we went on the dinner cruise the zip lining was I think going to be around $400 per person there's like seven different zip lines you go through and basically you go up on this mountain you start off at a certain level and you go higher and higher and higher <clears throat> and great great experience I mean flying through the air great experience and then the dinner cruise, we throw the dinner cruise where you get all your free meals, drinks, entertainment, live entertainment, fun. You're out on that ocean for maybe three or four hours, partying all night, meeting a bunch of people, having fun with people. I think that particular package, if you purchased it, will cost you about two or three hundred dollars a person. But because I went to a one one hour and 30 minute presentation at a resort, I got those free for both of us. Free. So... If you have the time, take out, you know, take your first day because generally your first day you're trying to get there and you're getting things straight. Get there and do one or two resort presentations because you can go to different resorts and do them. They give away money. Uh, you can do horseback riding. You can do dune buggies on the beach. You, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do for free by just going to the resort presentation. And this is what I liked about the presentation. Uh, they, they only spent an hour and a half. When we got there, we were met. They, they brought us there through Uber. When we got there, they greeted us very friendly. We had a wonderful buffet breakfast that had all types of foods on there. Great food at a five-star resort. We spent an hour and a half. They showed us the resort. They gave us the pricing, told us about their travel plans and what have you. And at the end of it, I said, no, I don't want it. They didn't pressure me. They didn't go get another manager and say, hey, why don't you want it? You know, try to make you feel bad. What about your family? None of that. When I said no, they said, okay. Gave me my vouchers for my uh, zip lining and for my cruise. Called the Uber, sent us on our way. So, hey, I recommend that. Go to Destination Unlimited. I'll give you their email. It's Destination Unlimited Travel, the number four, ALL.com. I know that's long. Destination Unlimited Travel, the number four, ALL.com. Peruse their website. If you see a package you want, go ahead and book it. If you don't see what you want or you need some help, fill out the information sheet and someone will get back with you. Great travel service. 
The other thing I want you to know is that uh, Clapback is in the process of um, launching our B-Bella skincare product. This is all natural skincare products that will uh, be featuring um, uh, uh, natural soaps. We'll have natural shave cream, shea butter. Uh, we will have lotions. We will have uh, lip scrubs, facial scrubs, all of those. If you want to be a tester for that, email me at clapback770gmail.com. Okay? Hey, let's get right into our show. Thank you once again. My name is Kevin Jones of uh, The Clapback, and we're here to clap back. And today what we're clapping back on is the capital insurrection and the supply chain that's going on in our news. Because this impacts us all. This impacts us all. Now, I'll start off with the capital insurrection because uh, with the capital insurrection, uh, I tell you, um, one of the things that... Uh, really bothers me about the capital insurrection is a few things. Donald Trump has the um, Republican Party shook. But what's more damaging is the, the, the inadequacies of the Democrats. Democrats can't do anything. They want to be in control and they want to be in office, but they, they're fighting against each other. And the Republicans are together because they're afraid of Donald Trump. And so they work together, even though we know they're lying about the elections and you have people believing this lie. And even in some of the recounts that they've done, Biden has gained more votes through the recounts of these Republicans in these crazy states that have done recounts. <laughs> but the Democrats are arguing amongst one another. You got Joe Manchin and all these other people. You got the liberals. You got I mean, they can't get anything done. And I'm afraid they're going to lose the House in 2022. They may lose the Senate. And that means because y'all do know Donald Trump is going to be your next president. If something doesn't happen where the economy is really booming, if something doesn't happen with Donald Trump, he's going to be the next president. We're going to go back to four more years of what we just came out of is going to be worse. Because remember, he can't run again after this, which means this man is going to do whatever he wants to do because everybody's afraid of him. Because all he has to do is if the Republicans that are with him go against him, he'll just simply get on television and tell his supporters don't vote. He's already told supporters if they don't change a bunch of laws, Republicans won't be voting, won't be voting in, in the 2024 election, 2022 or 2024. I want you to think about that now, because what I fear is about ready to take place, <coughs> excuse me, is that Donald Trump is going to stage a coup where they're going to hold a separate election and they're going to elect Donald Trump either way it goes. And then America is going to be a civil war again. That's coming. I believe it. I hope it doesn't. But anyway, let's get to the insurrection. So you have this Republican Party, which I used to be a part of because of their conservative values, their fiscal responsibility back in the day. I didn't agree with everything. And people say, well, you know, Republican Party is a racist party. But, you know, Democrats were racist and still are. It, I tell people in politics, it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican, it's one bird with two wings. And primarily racism against, systemic racism is against black and brown people. But there's also racism against poor people because at the end of the day, green trumps it all. Get what I'm telling you? So if you got money, then they will overlook your color. 
as long as you agree with them and become their spokesperson. They view so many black people as as pawns and ignorant. And I, I, tell, I used to tell my son all the time, I said, you know, and we're not racist and uh, we're not prejudiced. But I used to tell my son, I said, you know, all these white kids that you are friends with, because where we come from in Indianapolis, Indiana, we lived amongst the rich people. Uh, I was doing OK, but, you know, they were rich. We lived there, but they owned the place. You know what I'm saying? And I used to tell my son, I said, you know, all these parties you get invited to, the parents talking about your well-behaved, they let you date their daughters, they let you drive their cars, you go over and have Thanksgiving stuffing with them instead of dressing and all this. I said, what you're going to find out is those same white people, when it comes time, they're going to turn their backs on you. I remember coming up uh, in Indianapolis, uh, we were we moved out of the hood and we moved into the suburbs. And when we moved to the suburbs, it was myself, my brother, my sister, Tracy Davis, his brother, uh, Lloyd, his brother and sister. But Lloyd, his brother and sister, they're mixed. So it was five blacks and then you had the mixed people. But, you know, they tell mixed people all the time they're black. Okay, whatever. Um, but everyone else in the district was Caucasian, pretty much. And they loved us because we played sports and, you know, we played basketball, we played football, we played track. You know, we were stars uh but those same people when it came down to when the rubber met the road when it came time to come to birthday parties or uh, go to dinners or whatever we never got invited never got invited you see what i found out is that uh the generation before me they fought their children and they told them you bet not date outside of your race that caused a lot of people to do it because parents, no kid wants to listen to their parents. But these new parents got smart. They said, okay, we're not going to bother Jessica. We're going to let her in her high school days go through this experience because they knew that when graduation came, that the majority of these black kids were not going to be going to the type of universities that their children were going to go to, Ivy League schools. And when they got to these schools, they would be socialized and be around people like them. And so when they got out of school, they would go back and they would uh, run their dad's company and they would be in a position, you know, like one of the girls he dated, her parents both were high power lawyers. When she went to school, she became a lawyer. And so she followed in her parents' footsteps. And I told him, I said, you know, when they when, when they get out of college and whatever else, you're going to go on Facebook, and you're going to see them with all white people. You're not going to see them with black people anymore because they're going to get out of that phase because Everyone around them is going to be like them. You're going to see them with kids, lily white families and children, calling them Connor and, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, again, I'm not racist, not prejudiced, okay? But I, I wanted my son to understand that, and he found that out. <clears throat> but I said that to say this. Um, yes, there's racism in the Republican Party. And, you know, I chose the Republican Party back in the day because I, I had conservative values, but there are a lot of things I'm liberal on. But I don't take my conservatism and put it on anyone else. For instance, you know, you got all these people running around talking about I have a right not to wear a mask. I have a right not to be vaccinated and you're invading my privacy. You can't tell me what to put in my body. These same people want to tell women they can't have an abortion or tell gay people they can't be married. Although I don't believe in gay marriage. If that's what you do, that's between you and that person, because I'm not sleeping with you. And that's between you and your God, if you believe in God. So I don't have to discriminate against you and treat you any different because you're a transgender or because you're gay. You still have human rights. Now, my belief as far as God is concerned is totally different. So, hey, you deal with it. 
But these same people who don't want to be vaccinated, when it comes to abortion, they want to tell a woman what she can do with her body. Um, and so we have all this this mess going on. And then, so we lead up to the uh, uh, Trump and all his things. And you got to go back to Obama, because if you remember with Obama, when he came on the scene, both Democrats and Republicans were against him. Democrats didn't get on his side until it was apparent that he was going to win because of all of the people who entered into the election to vote. And so once that happened, the Democrats got together and said, "Okay, we're going to be behind Barack Obama, but not really. But this man, Barack Obama, had to go through racism. You remember his State of the Union address when one of the Republicans shouted out, you're a liar, disrespectful. He's been called nigger. But he is one of the most integral presidents that we've had since the inception of the United States. And I say that because if there was anything to be known of this man, they would have found it because I guarantee you, I guarantee you that what they did is they hired people to go out and make sure that they found things out about Barack Obama. And when they could not find things out about Barack Obama, there was nothing they could do. Now, you fast forward to Trump, and here you have a man who's been divorced, what, two or three times, talking about Republican values, been divorced two or three times, uh, not only divorced, uh, he, he's cheated on his wife. His wife was, um, trying to get, i having some technical difficulties here, but we're trying to get it straight out. His wife posed naked in magazines, <laughs> but they jumped on Michelle Obama for having a sleeveless shirt on. So the Republican Party uh, dropped all of their, um, they dropped all of their values that they had, all of their values that they had, and they supported a lie, began to support a lie. And in the lies that they began to support, they began to uh, let Trump do whatever he wanted. I mean, anybody knows who watched uh, the we want to call who watched the um, uh, trial of Trump. They know good and well that Trump tried to bribe Ukraine, and the Republicans went along with it. So Trump is promoting all this racism and separation his whole time in office, and it and then he knew he was going to lose the race, so he begin to say the race was uh, rigged before the election even happened. And this led up to the animosity and hatred that the Trumpers have. And what is so crazy is that these Trumpers are poor in most cases. And Trump cares nothing about the poor people. This is a man that with his Atlantic City casinos that went belly up. He's supposed to be a great businessman. He would have people do work, wouldn't pay them for the work. He got sued several times. He swindled people. And they accepted this man. So now these white people who he promised to bring back manufacturing jobs, bring back uh, bring back factory jobs in the Midwest, didn't happen. Just didn't happen. It's not going to happen. So they're angry and he makes them believe a lie that 
there is fraud going on uh, in, in the United States democracy. Now I want you to imagine if the Black Panthers got together and went to the Capitol and did what we saw on January 6th, it would have been mass murder. And these people went into the Capitol, tore the Capitol up, injured police, who they say they support police, injured police, rioted, looted, threatened to kill politicians, and the Republican Party, because of Donald Trump, says it's okay. But when black people, brown people, and even some white people were marching in the summertime, they were more concerned with a Burger King or Walmart being looted than they were the Capitol. They said the people at the Capitol were expressing their rights. But they said in the summer during George Floyd and all the killings and shootings, because you know, <coughs> excuse me, with black and brown people, we can be barbecuing, selling lemonade, sitting on our own porch in our own yard. We can call the police. We can be under mental distress and we're going to get shot. White people can fight the police with weapons, run from the police, do whatever they want to do, spit on the police, and go home. How is that? How is that even possible? But can you imagine if black people stormed the Capitol the way these people stormed the Capitol? And now these same people who said they respect the law refuse to comply with the law and the subpoenas that have been issued to them to give evidence for what happened on January the 6th. Now, can you imagine if you did that? And make no mistake about it, as I said, racism has layers to it. It's primarily against black and brown people. Absolutely, it's primarily against black and brown people. I want you to understand that. But rich white people do not like poor people. And there are more poor people, poor white people, than there are for black people just by the population. And it's poor white people that are supporting Donald Trump. And yet here it is, people like Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon and all these rich people, every last one of them, all these rich people, (laughs) that are doing what they wanna do. Got some feedback here, sorry about that. Doing what they wanna do, And these poor white people think that these people are fighting for their rights, and they're not. Could you get away with not answering a subpoena? No, they would come to your home and arrest you. But America sits by and allows this to happen on a daily basis. So Steve Bannon is refusing, Mark Meadows is refusing, All of these Trump supporters are refusing to testify. And now the Democrats who, you know, these Democrats, they they really tick me off because they have a chance to do something legislatively for America and they're fighting. They're fighting inwardly. You've got the, you got three fractions really in the Democratic Party. You've got the moderate, or you got the conservative Democrat, you got like Joe Manson, you got the moderate Democrats, 
And then you got the Bernie Sanders, the liberal Democrats. The liberal Democrats, they want to spend money to save whales and donkeys and monkeys. And then you got Joe Manchin, who don't want to do anything. And, and he lives in one of the poorest states in the union. But I understand that he's concerned about how we're going to pay for it, because there is something about spending money now that you don't have. That's why most of us are in debt, because we don't know how to properly use money. We instead of saving to buy something, we buy it now and we pay high interest rates and we never get out of the debt cycle because we're not smart. So Joe Manchin has a point. <clears throat> so let's clap for him. But at the same time, we're in a mess and we need to get out of the mess. Which leads us to the second portion of this. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this is Clapback. I'm your host, Kevin uh, Kev. Please make sure you leave your comments. Uh, email me your comments. If you'd like to come on and talk about this, we'd be more than happy to help you. Maybe you're, you're an opposing view. Maybe you're a Trumper. Uh, maybe you're on the side of the Republican Party or what have you. Maybe you're a Democrat that's a liberal. Maybe you're a Democrat that's a moderate. Maybe you're a Democrat that is a conservative, whatever you may be. You want to come on here and talk about it, but understand we're going to be respectful. You must come with facts, not what you heard, not what you think, not what you feel. You have to come with facts if you're going to talk on clapback, because you know why? I'm going to clap back on you. If you come onto the show and you come with some mess, you start talking about you know, your right not to take vaccine. Yeah, you have a right not to take the vaccine or wear a mask, but you also have a right not to get me sick. So with every choice, there are consequences. So if you choose not to take the vaccine, all these people talking about that, if you went to the doctor, and most of y'all go to the doctor, and if you go to the doctor and he told you you had colon cancer, you would let him put every poison of chemotherapy and radiation in your body to live another day. You don't know what's in that chemotherapy. You're taking, most of you have medication in your cabinet right now. You don't know what's in that medication and you take it. When you went to school, when you started your children in school, they had to get vaccinated. You don't know what's in that vaccine. So you're not being honest. You're being political and you're being led. You're not really making up your own mind. How can you be a hospital worker and not want to protect patients? How can you be a peace officer and not want to protect the community that you're serving in? How can you be a food service worker and not want to protect the customers that you're bringing their food to? You want to take a chance because you decided that you don't want to get the vaccine and you want me to be okay with the possibility of being around you and you infecting me and then I infect one of my loved ones and they die over your stupidity. So if you want to talk about it, come on, clap back and clap back on me and I'm going to clap back on you. <clears throat> so you have this capital insurrection. And the thing is, is that what Trump is going to do is he's going to delay all of this because he's got a good feeling because y'all do know he's going to be the next president in 24, 2024 because the Democrats have no plan. They have nobody they can present. Biden is too old. Him and Trump are around the same age, but Biden looks way worse than Trump. But he's going to be the next president. I hope you all understand that. Okay. So, um, so they're going to delay it out. And it's possible that the Democrats will lose seats in the House and in the Senate. And it'll be a Republican House, Republican Senate, Republican presidency. And they will wipe it away. 
So time is against us and Trump knows that. So he just keeps telling his people, well, just keep denying it because, you know, we're going to be back in office. And so they they're, they're able to do that and they're going to continue to do that. Um, but tune in to part two. We're going to continue on talking about the insurrection, the capital insurrection and the supply chain. This has been part one. We're going to go over to part two. Uh, make sure again, go to uh, follow us, like us, share us. Email me at clapback770gmail.com. Let me know you did that. You will receive a three-day, two-night, free hotel accommodation. All right. Until the next episode, this is Kevin Jones with Clapback 770.